0: Welcome to Storytime with J.R. Let's continue, I Survived the California Wildfires 2018 by Lauren Tarshis. Chapter 9 It was July of 2015, three years ago, Eleanor began. Her eyes filled with a faraway look, like in her mind, she was traveling back to that day. A hiker had spotted a fire way up in the hills. She called 911 and they called us. In five minutes, Luca and the ground team were on board the helicopter. Ten firefighters in all. I got them into the air and 15 minutes later, they were on the mountain ready to go to work. Luca picked up from there. Our job on the ground is to try to contain the fire, stop it from spreading. But when we're way up in the forest, or far from roads, we don't have water or hoses, we can't drive our tanker trucks into the wild, and there aren't any fire hydrants. So, we use chainsaws and axes and saws to clear away trees and brush, scrape everything away down to the dirt. It's called building a fire line, a dirt path around the fire, maybe two or three feet wide. He picked up his fork again and drew a circle around what was left of his rice and beans. We're trying to take away the fuel the fire needs to spread. A wildfire is like a hungry animal. It feeds itself on things that will burn. Trees, brush, that's its fuel. Take away its fuel and the fire will weaken, then starve. Like that time at basketball practice, Josh thought, when I hadn't eaten breakfast. He ran himself so hard he almost fainted. Greg practically had to carry him off the court. Most fires don't give us too much trouble, Luca went on. We put them out quickly. And at first, this river complex fire didn't worry us so much. Everything was calm. Then came the winds. Hot winds, very strong. They're called Santa Anas. Diablo winds, Eleanor said softly. Josh shuddered. He knew from taking Spanish what Diablo meant. Devil. The winds whipped up the flames, Luca said. In ten minutes, the fire had tripled in size. We could see it in the distance, that angry orange glow getting bigger and brighter the wind started to pick up big burning embers chunks of wooden ash these fire bombs were landing all around us i knew we had to get out of there and quick we radioed for help and eleanor came to pick us up lucas words were painting pictures in josh's mind pictures scarier than any video He could see the flames. He could see the thwack, thwack, thwack of the Huey helicopter and the roar of the wildfire. He could practically feel the hot wind blowing in his face. The main fire was still about half a mile away, so I was able to land the Huey, Eleanor said. Luke and the team got on board, but now the winds were blowing at sixty, seventy miles per hour. Not even the Huey can take off in winds like that. The flames were closing in all around us. We were trapped. Josh's heart hammered. He remembered when he and Mom were riding bikes one time and a car swerved and hit Mom. She fell off her bike and badly hurt her leg. Josh had never felt so scared. But even if he multiplied that fear by ten, He didn't think it would come close to how it would feel to be in the middle of a wildfire with no escape. Luca's voice dropped down. In a wildfire like that, all you want to do is run. But when the flames are moving that fast, you usually cannot run them. You have to try to find a big open space without trees or anything that can burn, like a ball field or a big parking lot or a river. Holly interrupted. Thank you for listening. Bye, until next episode.